Welcome back to Cows and Canoes. My name is Brandon Hines, and I'm here with... Brittany and Kat. And today we're going to talk about how the customer is not always right. Um, and we've got some really interesting stories on this one. So instead of, you know, kind of leading the lead up, I'm going to let you jump straight into a story. Okay, so my story starts, It was I think it was like 2015, 2014. It was like March Madness. We had a whole group of people in this bar that I was working at and they brought in a lot of business they had a bunch I I think that some of them in some way were related to one of the teams whether it be like they were you know equipment haulers or something like that I don't really I don't really know anything about sports like like (laughs) how they operate yeah the ball hand towel boys whatever um so anyway we had this large group of uh people that were all together and there was this one guy that came up, he kind of spoke for the group and ordered for everybody and he came up and he ordered some, you know, some absolute, he wanted doubles, right? And at the hotel that I work at, it's downtown, it, they have a Not higher, a cheap place, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's like expensive. These drinks were like $22 a piece, like for a double. Yeah. And he's just like, he's like, yeah, all these people are on my tab. Just put it on there. Quick it's note. not a big deal. Is this like a double shot or like a two it's shots probably, in a drink? Probably. Yeah. Just a tall. Yeah. It's two shots in a drink. Okay. Right. I'm like, if they're just shooting fucking shots of absolute, that's insane. But no, I mean, for a single shot of absolute, it was still like $13. It was expensive. I mean, it's like twice as much as what it would yeah. normally be. Right. But at least, yeah. it's at a hotel. It's during an event. That it's going to be a higher price. Right. That's, you because can't get can. away from that. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's, you know, supply and demand for right. exactly. that district. Yeah. But anyway, so the guy had already gone ahead and okayed the price. He was having a good time with everybody. Everybody's happy and served. In comes his wife. And that's where the problem started. She's ready to go. She wants to pay the bill. I hand her her check and she explodes. She's livid. What are these charges on here? I'm like, ma'am, this this was your husband ordered. I had already okayed the price with him. He knew she blows up she wants to speak to the manager immediately i go and get this manager who uh, let's go this way did you respect the guy her Her. um at the time i would do anything um in her graces to keep my job we'll just put it like that heard that so um they have a private conversation and I'm thinking in my head, oh, yeah, they're going to back me up. This is going to be, you know, I'm clearly in the right here. Right. He's the one drinking. He's the one, you know, that put the card down. I already told him, you know, up front what it is. They don't have any ground to stand on. Apparently, I'm wrong. Oh, dear God. Yeah. The customer is always right. Oh, I oh. hate it. it. So the bill was roughly what? It's between five and six hundred dollars. Oh, and what did it end at? Uh, zero. The entire oh, so you God lose the tip thing. and everything, oh, didn't you? Oh yeah, absolute. Oh. I'm serving these people Fuck. for two plus hours. Twenty people by myself, running drinks, picking them up, washing their dishes, that. throwing away their disgusting spit cups. Ew, oh, no, God. no. So then I'm gonna <laughs> ask the the pretty straightforward question. You know, obviously, there was a lot of excess whenever it comes to the pricing of absolute. Oh, I, I so, agree completely. You know, like if you have everybody price. doing that or whatever, let's say you knock off half of it, right? 
because this lady's a bitch. I still don't think that's acceptable. I think that if if he was told the price and he has a problem with it, you and her have to like, dude, your wife is pissed. Y'all need to handle this, yep. but you still owe us money. Yep. Th- I mean, that was my idea. And then I thought that, you know, my manager would have the same yeah. viewpoint. But her mindset was we lose $500 here or we lose the three grand that they spent booking their room block. Well, so did, here's the question that I would ask on that one was, is it like they're going to leave tonight and they're not going to continue out their entire thing? I mean, was the woman that irate where she was just like, fix this or. Oh, absolutely. And then when she did come back. So this is the kicker, right? She came back and she specifically told one bartender, this tip is for you, not her. Oh, and my tip someone else. My tip. Oh my God. So she didn't know that we all share tips. So it was coming to me anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Either way. Yeah. So, you know, what's what's crazy about that though, is that like she was able to convince that manager not to. And I don't understand how as a, a patron of somewhere, I don't think I could do that. I legitimately don't think I could be all like, Hey dude, I don't owe you this liquor because somebody else agreed to it, even though the entire group drank. Well, I don't think I could do that. See, that this is where our careers differ. Yeah. Yours um, does not rely on scores the way that ours do. Okay. So ours is very customer... Um, Rating driven. or something? It's very... I mean, everything depends on those scores. I mean, because that's like... That affects... Um, people's bonuses it affects sure. what we can um, replace it, it that can a manager can get fired over those scores Fuck that. yeah so they'll do whatever yeah so but as a company <laughs> you know taking the hit on liquor versus you know taking a bad score i see it to a point you know but like I don't understand how that's okay society wise. Like how some how a customer can have that much pull. Well, but those are two different types of people. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's the type of manager that plays both sides and you know blames the kitchen for the food not coming mm-hmm. out. That blames the employee for right. not asking There's off in time. And now you yeah. know they're not showing up to their shift it was all their fault or yeah, yeah. you know we didn't i don't have your new uniform in because i submitted the form but so and so forgot to submit it to this and it's always right, someone right. else's it's fault it's one layer yeah. removed from me exactly yeah. Yeah, that's so that's the type of person that that manager was it she had no loyalty to her employees it was i want to obtain the best score so that i look the best as a manager see what's funny is i have a very similar story to that but we didn't rely on scores at the time i was a supervisor this is where i loved handling it so i worked at a call center um for a major television company that i'm not going to jump into too much detail on um, but needless to say, what continually happened, and I mean this like at least once a week, um, is you would get that phone call where somebody ordered TV porn in the house and the wife gets the bill. Oh, I would <laughs> pay to hear those conversations. Right? So it was always so funny because they were like, well, I didn't watch it, so I don't owe it. Well, ma'am, somebody in the house 
ordered it because it's off of, and you can actually, it'll tell you what, which receiver, because I don't know if it's still the same way, but every TV had its own box, you know, so you could easily see it was ordered off of this box at this house. At this um, time. Yeah, right. And <laughs> one of my favorite ones is there was an older lady. And you could tell she was older by the voice, um, was like, you know, blah, 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 you know, and it was a lot. It was like $300. Harold, what's in... BBW? <laughs> <laughs> but it was like $300 in a night. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> right. Like, was, was the grandson staying well, over the weekend? You were close. Ah! Yeah. So she actually, she's calling in trying to get these charges removed. And I'm, you know, I'm the supervisor at the time. So she calls and she immediately, can I have your supervisor? So, you know, in a call center like that, you know, it's it's a crappy job to have is, is the call center supervisor because you are the end all. You don't have anywhere to transfer unless they're, like, threatening physical harm. Like, if they're saying, like, I will kill myself, then we shoot them to a specialist department or something. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like... Like a doctor. <laughs> yeah, right? that's um, the specialist you know, ready to go but to. But other than that, it was just, like, I was the last line. I literally didn't have a boss to transfer you to. It just, there wasn't anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, so people would hang up. They'd call back and try the same game and go again and again. But this lady, so she calls and she's like, hey, um, blah, blah, blah. You know, my bill is like $400, $500. You know, what's going on? And I say, well, you know what? It looks like, you know, I've got your bill with you. If you go down to these lines, those are adult movie charges, you know, and they can order packages and they can do channels and do all this. She was like, well, we're a good Christian home. We, we don't do that here. And I go, okay, well, um, my apologies somebody does that there because these charges are on your account she goes well you guys couldn't have put them on the wrong account no no this was ordered from the remote because it's called the ivr you can not only that but if i paid that much for porn and it didn't show up i'd call i'd be like i'm pretty sure (laughs) my neighbor is watching my movie fix it (laughs) i'll tell you that one right as soon as we finish because there's a similar situation so anyway so i have this lady i'm like okay so here's the receiver info all you gotta do is press the info button twice um and we can pull up you know the uh info to whatever it is and we can see what receiver numbers are so i had to go around the house and of course it was in her son's room and her son was like 50 right um yeah yeah so she's like you know she's probably in her uh, 70s 80s or whatever and, and he's a much older kid adult Ma, I mean, 20 years old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly so whenever we get to that oh point yeah. uh, and i i have her read me the numbers i'm like that's the one that actually did it and she was like well no that can't be you know he, he's given up this and uh you know he's, he's now seeking oh, jesus he's and got I was a like, problem oh like you know so you can't be all like well your son's a perv or anything but you know it's like well you found out where it came from i suggest you have that conversation with him right otherwise you know because we couldn't reverse those charges right. because it's not the it's same kind of the thing services rendered. Yeah, yeah you know and it's like hey listen i'm sorry but you guys are on the hook for this yeah um and then there was another very very similar version of that one where there was this old guy that used to call in there was notes on because like anytime you call into a call center you have notes on your account it's just the way this works and he would call in watch like 10 minutes of something and then ask to have it removed 
all the time. No. Yeah, yeah. He'd be all like, "Oh man, it's it's not working. Can we can we take that one off?" Yeah. Which wait, means wait, he wait, just, wait. He wait. just blooped real <laughs> yeah. soon. Yes. What's not working? Like you're getting <laughs> poor reception, or right? you need to take a blue pill? Like, like storyline sucks. Only tell me the truth. one of these is my problem. Yes. Yeah. You know. So all the time, and they'd be all like, you know, where he went up to supervisors because they wouldn't remove it, and they wouldn't remove it. Um, all the time. It was fantastic because. People Are you allowed to call people out on that? Like no. working there and be like, dude, I'm looking at it. As it's well, right not only that, but face. that woman's like, my son's trying to come to Jesus. I'd be like, well, all of these are about nuns. So like, <laughs> he's on the right track. So he's definitely trying. The one, the one, the place that I worked, the call center, supervisor calls, <laughs> they were not monitored. Like I, my calls were not monitored. Once they got on the phone with me, Handle time didn't matter, which is what, you know, call centers only lose money, so they run on handle time. Didn't have handle time, didn't have, like, any kind of standards. I could literally say anything I wanted to that person, and it was not recorded anywhere um, because you actually called to just kind of like a landline phone that didn't have any kind of backing to it, whereas all the rest of the agents went through a computer system. Um, so you could have those conversations if you really felt the necessity to do that, but what's going to happen they're going to hang up and call back and try to get somebody else, right? And I'm that guy that's like, look, you know, I'm going to try and work this with you for two reasons. One, it's really entertaining me. Number two, I really don't want somebody else to have to deal with this, you know, 20 minutes from now because it, it just doesn't make any sense. So, um, you know, that industry, I guess, is so far removed from what you had. You know, in the hotel, it's like, you know what? You're bringing us all this business. We'll comp it. Whereas in that other one, it was like, look, you are you're in a contract for two years and if you want to transfer you know we charge you three four hundred dollars on top of it plus you still owe us for all this porn sorry i think though with the hotel industry a lot yeah. of it is discretionary it's oh, yeah? that like that manager had the option to stick to the guns and say no just because you weren't here to order it doesn't mean you get to come back after the fact and say it was too much money right yeah, that was her choice. As an adult, and yeah. he made a choice. You know what would have been hilarious, and I, I don't know if it would have worked, but it would have been fucking great, is that like, okay, yeah, cool, you know what, we'll comp it off or whatever, and then you just transfer it and split it out between the rooms. Right, or just add I have done hotel. that myself. Have you, really? Yeah, I had, this was actually pretty recently. like, oh, yeah, no, dude, it's cool, your room just went up by 80 bucks. No, the guys, <laughs> it was these two guys, and I could already tell them walking up, I did not like them. They were just... Like the wrong kind of swagger. <clears throat> yes, it was not good. I mean, and they like sh just to give you an example, these guys showed me a video of them. They had stayed there like for a week. And on one of the days that I wasn't working, they had snuck behind the bar and spit into the ice bin. Oh, fuck that. I would have kicked. Them I would have had him. Yeah, immediately removed. I've been like, look, dude. I reported it to my manager. They called their bosses. Cool. These guys' bosses because they were staying there for work. Oh, oh yeah, that. hell yeah! And uh, the gentleman had to apologize. I and then apologize. No, no, no. They were asked to like leave the property. They were removed. Yeah. But I'm saying so. These guys, they told me they would tip me well if I poured them drinks, which is literally zero of the time does that happen. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And yeah. that never happens. Anybody like, that says, wait. I'm going to tip you good if you hook me up. Oh. Uh, tip me good up front. What's up? 
yeah. does not know how to And tip. then I just mm-hmm. I just literally like, yeah, hook me up up front. And they do that. And you're like, okay, I'm just going to pour you regular drinks. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. Right. <laughs> I, I usually just pour regular. I mean, do. unless you're my friend, I'm just pouring you regular drinks. Right. I'm going to do a big show. Right, right. You're like, in front whoop. Of you. yeah. 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 To like show you. But anyway, so these guys did not tip well enough. And not only that, one of the guys, when they came up, said he was going to cover the whole thing. Well, then the bill was too high for what he wanted, even with me hooking them up, which I didn't really hook them up. I just like charged them Mm -hmm. one double instead of two singles on like one or two of their drinks. So it was slightly less. Right. Anyway, (laughs) he reneges on paying for the whole thing and makes his buddy who he's training. (laughs) This guy doesn't have any money. A new guy. Yeah. (laughs) Makes him pay for it. So I split it up (laughs) and I was like, don't worry, we'll take care of this. And it was like, I think it was like a hundred dollar tab. And I split it up and gave one guy the 60 and I didn't even give the other guy his tab. I just charged his room for it. That's fantastic. And I gave myself 20%. Hell yeah, you did. (laughs) Fuck yeah. So if the hotel is one end of the spectrum and the call center is like a happy medium, the place that I work now and on this spectrum. Oh, okay, okay. On your uh, spectrum right now. Yeah. So the place that I work now is a small company and it is family owned. It's a boarding house for midgets. No? That's that's a different company. Oh, I have a the lot back of jobs. room. Yeah, that's not family owned. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, I work for this company. There are five, one, two, five employees total. Um, my, Why'd you use two hands? No, I'm I kidding. only have four fingers. <laughs> asshole. Um, the bull riding <laughs> the accident. I want to hear that story. Brandon too. hit me with a lawnmower earlier. Hey, wife, that's though. fucked up. Yeah. It is. I literally, yeah, nearly killed my wife. Yeah. Well, I'm not his wife. Just let's be clear. Regardless, I'm trying to tell a damn story. Fuck. <laughs> Wieners. Um, so my job is more um, bookkeeping at this point, right? I don't have anyone to serve personally. Right. Um, it is a plumbing company. I am not a plumber. People call me to schedule things. They call right. me to make payments. They call me if they don't want to make payments. You're like the admin of this. Yeah, and it's just me, right? There is a woman that works above me, but she literally hired me, so she didn't have to do it anymore. Sure. She is there as a figurehead and to sign checks, which is awesome. Right. Because I work better kind of just doing my own thing with some leeway, right? And I've worked there four years, so they, you know, trust me to use my better judgment. My favorite thing is when people don't want to pay. And this is is like rent and things. Like these are major bills, right? This isn't like short. Like I don't want to pay my twenty dollar blah. It's like no. I want to pay. It's like contracts with commercial businesses that you know are you're getting out on thousands of dollars. Well, so the one that we specifically had to go all the way to court for. Oh shit! Was six grand. Heard. Um, this guy and his wife decided they wanted to build a house. Sure. Cool. They had uh, the foundation laid by a friend of a friend. Okay, so when we went to put in the plumbing, nothing worked. Like, right. it's not set up the right way. So we had to take out all the concrete, relay the floors. Yeah, the... yeah, because, like, your plumbing has to be done before concrete's yeah. really poured. Yeah, that's yes. why they call, like, like things that are right angles plumb. Yeah. Right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, because it's an exact science. And yeah. people kind of just, they're like, oh, we'll throw in extra pipes to make it connect. That's not a thing. Everything yeah. we do has to be inspected. It has right. to meet certain codes. Sure. If, you know... 
you put in your own plumbing and then someone comes back later, you can get a huge fine right. for not having a contractor do that because it fucks with other people's water. Yeah. So anyway, <clears throat> this bill had run up six grand and uh, they got upside down in it and they never built the house. So the guy's mindset was just, well, we don't have to pay for it then. Uh, That's mm. not a thing. I don't care if we've run pipes to what is now a pasture. We ran the pipes. It was time and materials. Yeah. Here's what we're going to do. So we would call these people and get the runaround and we would call these people and not get answers. And then we started getting phone calls back because this person works in the city and has a private investigators uh, firm. That's what he does for a living. Oh, okay. and a client. Yeah. The, client yeah. Did? The guy who ran up $6,000. Oh, okay. So okay. he would call back and be like, uh, is this Brittany? My last name? I'd be like, yeah. And he's like, do you, live, do you it? live it? Yeah. Do you have a son who goes to such blah, 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 blah yeah. school? And I'm like, yeah, Ugh. I do. And he's like, well, I just want you to know that, you know, you think you know who we are, but we know who you are. And I'm like, cool. That'll be six grand. <laughs> you know, like it doesn't. I'm not worried. So here, here's the. Yeah. Uh, are you going to kill me and my family over, over six thousand dollars? Right. So we but ended up going. It's not that he owes you personally. So no. like how fucked up is yeah that? and what like what influence do you have on his bill yeah. Yeah. none you're not the owner no. you're like I, I, my to tools fair, are a pencil and to be a keyboard fair, yeah right there are sometimes when i will knock stuff off bills it's usually like really old ladies at your discretion yeah and that's the thing is after four years i get to make that call this guy calling me and being like hey i know who you are i don't give a fuck see i'd be that guy that would easily if i was in your role with that one be like oh by the way we're charging interest starting today so okay that's how it (laughs) happened that is exactly how it happened we went to court and uh the guy didn't show up he sent his wife oh of course and so right before our ticket gets called because like once you go to small claims court it's you know, just a list of people. Yeah. And it was really surprising how many times it was like an apartment. That was mm-hmm. like these people skipped on their rent. They don't even show up. Oh, yeah. The not people. surprising at all. And so it's just well, like, well, they owe $600 and they just move forward. So anyway. Here's the thing that happens with that, though. And there's a reason for that. And I'm, I'll, we'll get back to your story in a half second. It's because you have to let them have a written notice in mail. And if you don't have another address, you send it to the apartment that you already kicked them out of. Yep. Right, so it's like, oh yeah, we we served it to them. We sent Sorry. it to their address. They just didn't show they up. Got, we did our part. Yeah. They just didn't show yeah. up. And that literally happened to me. Yeah, most likely the person doesn't even fucking know. Literally happened to me. Yeah. How do they? How do they not know that they owe rent? No, no, they know they owe rent. They don't know they have a court date. Yes, I got it. Okay, okay, okay. Because I did go to my court date for unpaid rent. Sure. I mean, that happens, yes. There are times when you're lucky enough to have an apartment complex do that. But there, well, are a lot of times they just send it to the address you got kicked out of. Yeah. So I didn't really... Okay, I'm going to go ahead and just be yeah, on finish the record story. for this. Yeah. No, no, no. Real okay. quick. I still haven't paid that rent. Because after it, they're like, Fair. okay, are you here? And I'm like, yeah, I'm here. And they're like, you owe this much for not paid rent. And I was like, yeah, that sounds right. And they're like, okay, see the clerk. And the clerk's like, okay, so, you know, pay this money mm. as you can. And I was like, yeah, okay, sure. Never paid it. Nothing ever happened. So I've just not ever done it. And now I'm like, it's probably sitting somewhere, you know, yeah. like when I get to heaven, God will be like, that'll be $635. <laughs> and I'll be like, just take PayPal? Like, I don't know. There's not a lot. Right. I was naked when I died. God, I don't have any pockets. Can, I don't know. Can I work it I off? Mean, yeah. Can I Dishes I can off? wash or something. Halos that need shining. Oh my God. Can we talk about cute little jokes for just one second? You yes. said dishes we, so I can wash. Okay. Anytime somebody comes in to my restaurant and they've got a little kid, I'm always like, you going to pay? 
You, you, oh, you can't pay. You gonna come in the back and wash dishes? Just to freak them out a little bit. Sometimes the kids are like, movie. okay. Yeah, yeah. kids yeah. are like, yes. And you're like, yeah. wait, no, that's a hazard. Right, mm-hmm. right. So just I'm to finish go to it real quick. This. This is child um, labor. <laughs> we go all the way to court and his wife shows up. And right before our name is called, like there's a little recess and she comes over and she says, hey, are you so-and-so from such and such? And I'm like, yeah, that's us. My boss is there with me, obviously. Yeah. Um, she's like, listen, we really want to work out like a payment plan. So... This isn't the place for that. Well, we go before the judge, and if you can come to some agreement, they will let you do that, especially oh. in that county. Or, I mean, they're really just there to be like, hey, don't like, you pay your stuff. Yeah, there, yeah, it's on a record now that you have admitted you owe right. this money. So Yeah, because after was, that, they can start pulling it out of your paycheck. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and that was a big thing for us because they own their own business. Yeah. It's a whole different thing. It's a lot harder to do. Yeah. To try and figure out how much money they're actually bringing in. Well, you, and yeah. by that time, we're paying our lawyer by the hour. Yeah. So it's like $6,000 for the house, this amount for like court costs, and this amount for blah, da, 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 da. Yeah. And they pay like $500 a month or whatever. Sure, sure. Hits the six grand, and we never see another dime. Oh. And at that point, it was just like, eat it. Yeah, call a loss at that point. Yeah. At, but you got your six grand, yeah. We did get our six grand, and I did get a 10% bonus of it. Hey. Which was awesome. But... My boss has no problem telling people to never call us again. Yeah. If we can't, there's probably been a dozen in four years. People that we just know anywhere from 100 to $300, we're not going to see that yeah. money. They were yeah, either fair. renters or they're just sketchy people. Yeah. You know, and a lot of our business is built on word of mouth. That's not who we want recommending us anyway. Yeah. You know, we are yeah. usually drowning in work and it's. You know, big companies, they just built a gas station in the city, and we did all the plumbing for that. Mm-hmm. It's like $74,000. Yeah. Right. I'm not worried about Joe Smith yeah, stiffing us for 100 bucks. Yeah. But when Joe Smith calls back, and I see the little note in my computer, mm-hmm. I have all permissions from my boss to tell him to fuck off and call someone else. Sure. Absolutely. But all the three plumbers that we refer also have Joe Smith's information. Ah, uh, fair. So that's the industry standard gotcha. where i am i know yeah. the girls that work my job at the other companies and we talk just as much crap what's funny is that that like it automatically means that people are going to be all like oh you don't think you're the only plumber in town i can call somebody else <laughs> <laughs> <Good> <laughs> luck. yeah like i know that guy too don't worry yeah, yeah good yeah. luck yeah. so if your manager is like i'll comp it and you're the manager who's like i can't my boss is like Fuck yourself. <laughs> Fuck yourself and everyone you've ever loved. I hope right, you have to right, shit right. in the woods. Good luck. Yeah. 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 Go kill yourself. Yeah. So have you ever asked for a manager? What's your last time you called? Like you went somewhere or you called somebody and you're like, like as I a need. patron. Yeah. I need your fucking manager, dude. I only do it for good things. <clears throat> we talked about it. Like, when was the last time. time you did it for a bad thing? Have you ever done it? No. Like ever at all? No. That is insane to me. It is because I'm a shitty person. Like I'm a bitch. <laughs> the last you time. know me. <laughs> I remember calling the manager was because I had hair in my food and I got our meal comped, which kind of sucked because the guy was supposed to be taking me out to lunch and I got our meal comped. Like, I still feel like that guy owes me a A meal meal. (laughs) (laughs) or just 12 bucks to mail it to you. Is this the person you're with now? 2016, and it's... Okay, yeah, I was going to say, like, because you've been with the same Three guy years. for a while, so... No, this was a totally different guy. So you just, yeah, like, yeah. it I wasn't know. even... on that every anniversary, yeah. like, how about that meal? Yeah, now? right, right. Oh, when am God. I getting my meal, man? <laughs> yeah. No. Okay, so, but I have asked for managers in retail settings. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, I have definitely 
asked for a manager. I mean, that's the service industry if I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. That's fair. And as someone who worked as a manager in retail, it has to be super specific. Yeah. Like, I'm not that woman who's like, I don't care that my coupon is expired. Like, I've already admitted that I'm wrong and now I want someone else to fix it. No, this is like either I can't find your staff, like no one is doing their job. Right. Or, you know, something is horribly messed up on my receipt. Like this blanket <clears throat> is clearly labeled $10 and it's ringing up as 40 Sure. Either I need you to take the blanket off because I don't need it that badly or I need to know like where that price difference is. If it's just right. mislabeled. I need somebody to correct this. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, yeah, I think I did that at like a, um, a grocery store. They had something mislabeled for the price and I took advantage of that. Well, I don't think that's taking advantage though because it's still labeled incorrectly. I went back and got three more in that same situation. <laughs> they were like these little baby doll things like wrapped in a burrito wrap, right? They're called like burritos. And it said $3. When I got to the front, it rang up as 10 And I was like, nope. Hey, this says it's $3. It was for like a friend of a friend's kid's sure, birthday, right? Sure, yeah. I'm not spending 10 bucks on this kid. I'm not spending tech 10 bucks on my own yeah, kid. Yeah. So she's like, oh my gosh, you know, I'll get someone to fix that. Let me take care of it for you. So I literally went back, turned around and bought three more because I have this like space in my closet that's full of stuff like that. For, for like, burritos? For like um, random birthdays that I forget. Okay. Right? They're like, oh, oh I, I have one of those. Oh, yeah. you have a birthday a tomorrow. Box. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. I've been saving this thing for you. It's a candle I, from yeah. wintertime. I know right. it's June. <laughs> right. <laughs> Here's a winterberry candle. It smells <laughs> like spruce. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I was like. That's literally three for the price of one. I'm going to go get three more. Yeah. And I did it. And I went to a different Fair. cashier. Same and, situation. Uh-huh. And manager the manager, same manager. She did gives they you that side you? eye. I don't know if she did or not. She didn't say anything. Oh, she recognized you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it wasn't more than five minutes apart. Yeah. Yeah. So that's really She's like, oh, you got some other bags there, huh? <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> She's like, what else are you purchasing? All of your burritos, ma'am. <laughs> so <laughs> Turns out you weren't quick enough on the draw. You the need last to change time that now. That I called uh for a manager, I actually called this was a pretty fucked up story and um there's an insurance company, um and you know, we don't have to specifically name it Geico. Uh, <laughs> that I had motorcycle insurance through, right? And so how it works is this is that i got set up whatever I, I get the insurance set up call the lady have it all run whatever now like okay well cool you owe this much i pay it all out front it's not a lot for motorcycle insurance you know you're talking about like you know 20 or 30 bucks a month max you know because insurance on a motorcycle if you crash you usually die they don't have to pay anything like just the way oh, this gosh. is fair enough yeah that is true all right it's just kind of the way that is so um insurance super uh, cheap whatever so I, I pay the three months up front right time comes renew and i get online to pay it and it's like 400 fucking dollars the fuck right why right so ask to talk to a manager yeah no no and i so i call up there and you know i'm like hey listen i was gonna pay to renew but i'm not paying 400 dollars. like what the fuck right and they go well um what happened is you forgot to digitally sign this form and i go oh well i called and i talked to a lady and we did the entire thing over the phone like there was no calling and there was no like digital forms there were no, there was nothing that was to be you guys didn't email me shit like it was literally you know, not that way. And they were like, well, yeah, but in Oklahoma, you have to sign this form or it's going to go, you know, up in, in cost. I'm like, 
Okay, so was that something you guys were going to call and tell me? Was that something that she was supposed to have told me? Was that something that you guys emailed to me and said, hey, sign this form? They were like, yeah. I was like, okay, cool. So I'm on the phone with them. I pull up my email. Nothing, right? Like I had my insurance cards and then the notice for renewal. Those are the only two things that were emailed. So I was like, okay, look, man, I'm not upset with you. This is not something that you have any control over. I've been in your shoes, but I do need somebody that has control over what can and cannot be done for this bill. So I call, and, you know, they move me up to a supervisor, and I go, hey, listen, obviously you don't have any control over, you know, how these policies work. I understand that, but this is ridiculousness. I was like, I'm not going to pay this, you know, I'm not going to, you know, go through this entire thing. Like, if I can sign that form now, I'm happy to do so, and, you know, we take it back to what you guys quoted me and what I paid for my first quarter, right? And they were like, uh, well, you know what, we can probably do that. So they pull it up or whatever, um, and then... After it was all said and done, you know, it was another like 30 or 40 bucks or whatever. And they were like, but because you didn't get it done soon enough, you still owe us 75 extra dollars. And I go, no, no, I'm not, I'm not paying extra money for this because you guys didn't tell me there's a form that was supposed to be signed. And they were like, well, you know, you, you can cancel your insurance or you can pay us the $75. I was like, okay, well, I'm going to cancel the insurance. Like the $75, I pay literally that for an entire year of right. insurance. I like, could get insurance for that. Yeah. So she was like, okay, cancel the insurance. So I was like, all right, cool. So, you know, we cancel the insurance and then I get a new insurance company. And then like three months later, I get a notice, you know, in the mail, like, hey, you owe $75. So I call them like, hey, listen, I don't owe you $75. You guys, you know, I spoke with your agents. You guys never contacted me, told me I was missing a form. I did the entire thing over the form, uh, over the phone. There was no forms to sign because it was over the fucking phone. You know, the entire thing. So you guys need to take this charge off. And they were like, no, we're not going to take the charge off. You do realize that you didn't tell me. There was no way for me to sign because it was over the phone whenever I signed up. And you never sent it to me in an email or anything else, which is how everything was set up. They were like, yeah, yeah, but you still owe it. The fuck man no so if is that like a manager that you're already speaking to? yeah like how yeah. do you resolve that yeah. uh i was like okay so what happens from here they were like oh well we'll probably start you know sending it to collections i was like you send it to collections then you know obviously i'll, I'll uh not pay it that way yeah um, good luck well because insurance doesn't go to full out collections it only goes to internal collections it doesn't affect your credit score i was like you guys can totally do that and you can waste all the time that you want but you were in the wrong here and he was like well, I understand that, but that's not my problem, really. Well, that's it's like, nuts. All right, buddy. He's just making his phone calls at that yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah. Sending him out. You know? That's nuts. He's going to put a cross yeah. your name off the list. And yeah. Like, move well, on to the next yeah. Move on to the next person to fuck over. Like, yeah. yeah. That's insane. I hate insurance. Like, side Yeah, it's, it's the damnedest thing, yeah. You know, like, pay us just in case something happens to you. Yeah. That's really, like, just a negative vibe on my anxiety. Yeah. I don't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Betting against yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You know, my my issue with it is, is like, it, it literally only takes a tiny bit of humanity to understand, like, you guys are in the wrong. Like, if I'm in the wrong, you know, like, working in the restaurant, working in the whatever industry, if I'm in the wrong, I have no fucking problem covering whatever it is. Right? Like, I'm in the manager role now, so if you come up and say, hey, listen, you know, your server severely screwed up all of our stuff tonight, blah. Like, okay, cool, that's on us, we'll take ownership of that, right? But, like, if it's you being an asshole, like, I don't know, not one to pay for drinks or, like, not one to pay for your porn, 
that's on you. That has nothing to do with me. We didn't fuck up. You guys fucked up, right? So I, I think it's just the ownership of it. Like, they just refuse to take ownership of it, which is what really just ended up pissing me off. That's fair. Yeah. I get a lot of um, discretion where I work. I've had a lot of experience doing what I do. So I kind of take that discretion also. I don't have a whole lot of, like... Um, management or supervision a lot of the time right i'm left you, my you own you. Yeah. devices at my job quite frequently and i definitely like take into account the way that a person approaches needing to speak to me about an issue because because i work at a hotel it's not just food service or bar service it's also how did that person sleep last night sure how'd you like the pool are your towels clean do you feel comfortable taking a bath in your bathtub? Like there are a bunch of hmm. factors that relate to good service at my job that don't just have to do with the you. food. Yeah. So I take it upon myself. If there's an issue with, you know, something that's going on, if they come to me mm. and they are, you know, reasonable about the way that they approach it. Mm -hmm. I'll do whatever I can. I'll bend over backwards for them. I'll get them free breakfast. I'll upgrade their room. I'll do you what I can. You must be fancy. I only go to the places that already have free breakfast. <laughs> Truth. <laughs> and like there's no upgrade on the room. They're all shit. Yeah, right, all right. Of them. <laughs> you know. they, they're outdoors. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Do you want to pee inside? Okay. That's actually Although I, I'd probably use that to my advantage. I'd be like, hey, listen, man. Breakfast tomorrow morning's on me. Like, isn't it already free? Hey, listen. Listen, I don't make the rules. Are you no. complaining about <laughs> free breakfast? Yeah, Cause... right. Because I can make it not available to you. Yeah, right, sir. right. I know because I have to be in here tomorrow yeah, morning. Yeah, I will also be here for breakfast. Yeah. So there was something I was thinking about earlier that I want to kind of jump back to that, that just, I don't know why it jogged back in. So is there a... Uh, like blatant just you know send the wife or send the woman to go handle things because it happened to you in that court situation it happened to you in the hotel situation is there like are you supposed to take it easier because it's a woman like that's the most sexist thing i can imagine happening i think it is a like a two-pronged thought process okay. right it is first off like they will be easier on my wife you think so and second of all like if they're not, my wife is crazy, yeah. right? It's that women are crazy <laughs> trope. Yeah. And I feel like some women embrace that. They're yeah. like, don't yeah. give me what I want. I will screech at you like a fucking monkey <laughs> until you will just do whatever I say to make me shut up. Why are you throwing boo? Yeah. yeah. Yes. And it's okay. like, she's. I'm wearing a skirt. It's easier for me. Like, <laughs> I, I definitely There are see videos that. Of, of women doing that. Have you seen that? No. Literally? It's a different podcast. Yeah. What well, are you watching? No. There was literally, it was like a Starbucks. Oh, I saw that. She got mad about not being yeah. able to do, do something. something. Get something. Literally, drops trowel, leans against the wall boops. like she's doing wall squats. Like in yoga pants. And yeah. she's like a normal woman, like not just... Uh, I don't know about normal. Well, <laughs> She I doesn't mean, look like a crazy person? She yes, doesn't correct, look like a correct. crazy person. I mean, she, she looks, looks like, like a 40-year-old, you know... She, oh I don't remember mom. the video crazy well, but I bet money she has that let me see your manager haircut. I'll put I don't, I don't remember if she does or not. I can't remember. How did that haircut become the symbol on the internet of... Because middle-aged white women caused it to happen? I just I feel like especially in the area it's that I live it's a huge meme it, yeah. I mean I get that but I'm saying I see more women in you know tank tops where I can see their nipples and a ponytail that's been up for three days right causing trouble 
maybe it's just because I shop at stores where those people also shop. <laughs> like, we frequent maybe, the same spot. Yeah, like maybe I'm not in the Karen kind of stores. Karen is you a good know, name for that. I feel like, okay, I, I feel like maybe I should bring this up. Maybe I shouldn't bring this at up. At this point, I really feel you should. I feel like, okay, so if it's sketchy, this is absolutely it. true. There are certain types of people that will ask for a manager and it is purely based on what they perceive um, hmm. your opinions of them are. Okay, so I, I'm I don't I'm trying quite to be understand. very politically <laughs> yeah. correct okay. about this. So but, give me an example probably cuz I'm not really quite catching on. Okay, so let's let's set the tone. It's Sunday afternoon. You have a group of churchgoers come in. They are a specific type of church growers mm-hmm. that I've leave that the they... uh, printed out 20 that has their Jesus stuff on the back. Yeah. I hate those. Okay. Yeah. So they ask for a manager because you know it's going to happen anyways because they're going to try to get a discount. I mean, yeah. yeah. So they're like, well, I mean, they expect me to do it anyways. So I'm going to do it. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, what do you think? I think it is a double edged sword. It's like a catch 22. I think the service industry makes you very aware of um, stereotypes okay in a lot of aspects on your co-worker side on your clients and guests side but i think stereotypes exist for a reason i agree with that like he, we, we've had that conversation in general like the stereotype wouldn't be there if somebody didn't do it repeatedly yeah if it's not yeah. got legs to stand on yeah yeah for sure you know in that kind of leads into that how you were like oh well it's a sunday afternoon and everybody immediately knew what you were talking about yep. like i knew where you were going with that one as soon as you said that yeah both of your eyes yeah. like, like oh those clicked. people yeah. yes those mm-hmm. people those people you know and what's always and you funny know when they come in you're not getting shit they're mm-hmm. gonna run you yeah. mm-hmm. and they're gonna ask for the manager because they yeah. want something taken off yeah you know and that's the thing that kills me is that and then they'll you know, leave that like, you know, little bullshit, you know, printed out oh, 20 yeah. tip or whatever. Oh, my Here's God. your tip. Go yeah. to Nothing church. makes me angrier. Yeah. It, and there was so you guys know me and I'm a weird dude. But uh, I used to when I was in drill, when I was in the uh, military, I used to drive back and forth Dallas and I would listen to there was this Irish priest um, who was on religious talk radio. And I listen to religious talk radio a lot on those drives because it's really just interesting. And there was one guy that was talking about proselytizing and talking about, you know, everybody knows that when you go out to a, you know, a restaurant and you leave a crappy tip and you do all that kind of stuff. And then you're like, go to our church. You're making your church look even worse. Look terrible. You know, and like, mm-hmm. it was sad to me that you this guy. You know where guy, that card goes as soon as you leave? Oh, in the trash. Straight into the trash. Oh, no. It's like crumpled Mm-mm. up. I'm holding that shit so I can talk shit about you when you leave. <laughs> I'm going to show all my friends what a dickbag you yeah. were. But how sad is it that you have to have a major person in that role to have to point that out to however many people listen to that, that at that point, yeah, that's no longer a uh, you know stereotype like Dude, you guys are doing it so much. Yeah, if that you're in house, this guy is having is calling <laughs> you out. Yeah, yeah. if your yeah. direct uh-huh. line to God is saying, "Hey, Quit he doesn't like bag. that," yeah, you have a problem. Yeah, so I mean, it's not a stereotype oh, anymore. Like nothing, at that point, I'm serious. Nothing makes me angrier yeah. than a having those leftist tips or even just finding them. Yeah. I remember being seven or eight years old, running through a Walmart, right, 
and my sister's two years younger than me and we find a wallet on the floor sure and we're small right we don't know any better we immediately take it up to the the service desk okay it's a pamphlet right the guy opens it up and he's like oh i think someone's playing a joke on you and hands it back and it's like if you try to take this money jesus will send you to hell and i'm like what what the it's like entrapment yeah it was a full step to look like a wallet wallet. so if you opened it yourself you're an asshole but if you give it to someone you're an idiot oh my god and then he just hands it back to us because like what is he gonna do with it and i'm just looking at this like why is this a thing? Yeah, no, that's like the most fucked up entrapment this I've ever heard of. the sneakiest way to come to Jesus yeah. I've ever seen. <laughs> if you're a terrible person and you needed these $20, fuck yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't condone. Or if you try to be a good person, yeah, I don't you're an idiot. Stealing. I open what? up the wallet to look at the name because yeah. I, mean, yeah. I have, uh, but you I have, have those database. resources yeah, yeah, yeah. to yeah. be able to look up somebody's name be like, through hey, their Bob. wallet. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so or to steal twenty bucks out of it. I mean, you know, and it kind of keepers. plays back I'll into that your license, like yeah. that's expensive, and your cards, yeah, and yeah stuff. Yeah. Those are Just, kind of a hassle. So like yeah. a condom, I'm gonna take a condom. Yeah. Why? Yeah. What would you do with it? Show it to my husband and be like, "Hey, look, <laughs> I stole a condom." No, he'd be pissed. He hates it. Got it. Yeah, he, yeah. he hates who I am. So. <laughs> I just, I'm trying to wrap my head around somebody who would do that. And like, you have, that person has to think that's a good idea. But yeah, right? no, they like the, they're I, like I you know what's they genius. Are so like they think what? it's awesome, it's incredible. I'm making an impact on this person's life. I'm gonna change this. This card's gonna yeah. change their life. You're making an impact, but that impact is like go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah like, 100. Like what? Yeah, no, and I distinctly remember it even at yeah. that young of an age being like i don't want to get off top like off topic but yeah. that's not how god or church or christianity should work no 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 absolutely trick people into feeling bad enough about themselves that they want to change so the here's the thing that to. always kills me is that you know this is back in that same subject is that whenever we would all work sunday mornings because it's a busy shift right like you have to work it was it. required mm-hmm. yeah you, you know get, like I mean, surprise hey listen everybody that goes to church and then goes out to eat somebody has to serve you yeah mm-hmm. you know and i always hated when people would be all like oh well you know why didn't you go to church this morning and i'm kind of like nancy you had to eat Right. You know, I mean, outside of my own personal belief system or what have you. If you're looking for a place to call home, you can sure come on over to our church. But you're like, no, I'm here because you had to come here, too. You got a place to worship. Here's one of our cards. I was a manager at a fast food place. And it is... I don't think there's any, like, question on what that is if they've listened to any other episodes. So. It's okay. It was at a McFood place. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it is honestly depressing the amount of people who will sit there and disparage you while they get their food. Yeah. In that like, 30 seconds that yeah. they're handing you money and like, they're, like, hey, driving stupid. to the next one. Get a real job. Bro, eat a real burger. <laughs> like, eat a real meal. Yeah, you can't. You can't talk shit about the someone serving you if you're demanding that service. That's like looking down on a hooker while you get a blowjob. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking totally hate hookers. True. They're so dirty. That well, is, then take your dick out of her mouth. That's like, such a good just it connection. It just doesn't make oh any sense. And it's, I mean, it wasn't like a one or two things. This was like three or four times a week. You know. That sucks. So, yeah, it's really depressing to go to work and just know someone thinks less of you to the point where they will tell you about yeah. it 
while you're doing the job that they have now created mm-hmm. a demand yeah. for. So that's a really interesting transition, I think, for that whole customer is always wrong idea. You know, because what happens whenever you have those people that come in are an asshole? Like, do you kick them out? Because I've heard that story before multiple times. Like, hey, this dude's a dick bag, um, and he's coming in and yelling at people. But like, is his business in a, in like, you know, we'll, we'll just say McDonald's straight out. Is it really that important considering that literally they have, you know, I don't even know how many, 20,000 McDonald's out there. Do you really need Dick Bag Bob? I think from a corporate viewpoint, they want all the business. And yeah. yes, that one person's burger does mean more than your feelings about how he treated you okay, one time. Okay, pause though. Because Kay. the McDonald's here in town, I know for a fact, and like two more at different locations, but the, specifically sure. the three here are franchise Okay, and that's a people, good that's a good point. I didn't even think about the franchising. The side. people that own it are not about that life. They have personally removed people from and restaurants. That's good. I think you should. Um, my biggest thing, and it was really like a petty thing, <laughs> is if you get uh, soda in mm-hmm. your water cup, you're stealing. That's sure. theft. So I will go and I will collect a dollar twenty, and if you don't have it, you will leave. Interesting. I can't. I can't. You know force you to do that but i can let you know that you're no longer welcome to be in this restaurant that's stealing yeah and i'm that person that gets the water cup and goes and gets sprayed are you that person i I have to ask you to leave not all the time i mean sometimes i go i'm honest that's so let's talk about integrity of the customer clientele as a whole okay so you as a mom if you've got two kids meals and then you're like okay i can afford four more chicken nuggets can i get a water cup and you get a sprite it's very different than like six teenage boys who are making a mess and i really just need a reason for them to not be there anymore i i think that i would err on the same app yeah side as you it's really just what can i do oh you also got soda in your okay now you have to get out that's a thing that i can like pin yeah. down so have you ever had a customer straight out lie 100%. Against? oh okay, my god talk to me yes talk to me Co- no i mean just constantly in <clears throat> in the job i have now yeah you know i'll have people who will call back when i'm not there because i only work 12 hours a week roughly sure it's a small company, but they'll call and uh, not knowing that I'm also the person checking messages. Mm. They're like, uh, so your receptionist, Bethany, told me that, you know, <laughs> I could get 50 percent off my bill or blah, da, 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 da. And it's just yeah. things I would never say For in sure. any capacity that people are like, well, if I'm not speaking to her, someone else will, you know, just mm-hmm. assume. But McDonald's, same way. Um, I'm the one putting your food in a bag. I know what's in that bag, especially right. overnight. We're not making a ton of extra food. Right. It's not like... You're dropping an order of fries. Exactly. It's, you know, if you order two cheeseburgers, you're getting two cheeseburgers because A, I've got the stickers for them, and B, it's literally three people back here. There's no there's no room to make a mistake like right. that. And people will come through, you know, they'll just circle the building and they're like, uh, I'm missing this or I ordered it this way or da 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 mm-hmm. And so it got to the point where it was like, if you don't have your receipt and your food, we don't care. We there when I started, <clears throat> there was like a binder, and it was called the book, and the it was book. The, get the bane book. of your existence, yeah. because people would call in and they're like, my order was wrong, and they're like, okay, what did you order? And she's like, I ordered three McChickens and I only got two. So you take her name and her phone number and her address, and you sure. say we owe her a McChicken. Sure. Okay. And then what's supposed to happen is she comes to get a McChicken at some point, and then you go mark and it you off. Mark it off. Right. Well, then you get 
you know, Sally Susan, who's like, well, I never got that McChicken. And it's like, well, it's clearly been marked out four times. Right. Like, you're still doing this. Or you have, you know, people who are like, uh, my mom needs seven Big Macs, mm-hmm. you know, because she didn't get them. That's, yeah. that's not a thing, AJ. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you but know like, a guy, huh? It was, it was just the book was a terrible system. It, I and mean, it was a way for people to just lie and you knew mm-hmm. that they were. Yeah. And until they figured it out that it was just like a no-go. We had this homeless girl whenever I worked uh, over in Arkansas at a fast food styled place. And uh, she would come by probably once every two or three days and she would dig through the trash and find a receipt and then uh, come up and be all like, hey, you guys messed up this order. And it'd be like, no, no, we haven't. You were here like two days ago. You tried this again. We don't, we don't owe you anything. Yeah. You know, and it's like, I'm not trying to be heartless and I don't hate homeless people or anything like that. But there's a difference between like, you know, hey, here are community resources to help you out and here's this to help you out versus you kind of trying to pull a scam that's clearly not going to work. Yeah. That's not even clever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm not saying, hey, guys, get a better scam. Just quit scamming people, I think. But, you know, it just doesn't make any sense for, for people to just straight out lie. What about you over there in the hotels? Do you have that? Oh, God. Well, I mean, with bartending, of course, people will say, my drink's not strong enough. I get that, that so frequently. A good I mixed don't... drink means that you should have a balanced flavor out of it. If it tastes like booze, it's not a mixed drink anymore. It's booze with a splash of something. Okay, but the, these people that complain about their drinks not being strong enough are the type of people that don't ever go out to pay for them. They stay at oh, home yeah. and they pay, pour their they own. They make their own. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, this doesn't taste like... Yeah, Tover. This yeah. doesn't taste like... I, <laughs> right. Yeah. Mr. Mr. Heaven Hill, half a bottle in yeah. a glass. Yeah. Yeah. God, so I don't feel like this drink would catch fire in an emergency, so I don't want it. This is not a Molotov. Yeah. My my solution to that problem is I pour their drinks into a jigger oh, yeah. right yeah, in front spec. of their eyeballs so that they cannot say, mm-hmm. you skimped on my drink. Because right. I, the first, I started, when I first started bartending, um, we didn't really use jiggers. It sure. was through like a little pour spout and people would constantly say that didn't pour out enough. Sure. You shorted my drink. Well, right. I can't because there's this little mechanism. That oh, you're talking about the, the triggered piece. Yeah. That yes, you had to push the, the little, little ball bearing. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. these ones had ball bearings. It would slide down the little tube and close off the tube when it measured oh, out nice. a certain okay. amount. Yeah. And they're like they're yeah. plastic pieces with, ball bearings in them they've been measured out right like manufactured they're proof they're they're foolproof yes yeah. exactly there's no way i'm doing this so it got to a point where i'm like using a jigger and these measured pour spouts <laughs> in front of people like i'm not shorting you and yeah. the reason why that people would get like that is because it was like so expensive for their drinks sure you know it's like why are you going out get these drinks yeah. and then to complain about it on mm-hmm. top of the fact it just, Girl, just pregame mind. in the parking lot like everyone else. I know. Right? Like, drink your shitty vodka in the parking lot it's and every then walk in. Go get a little every, fifth everything. of fireball and baptisms. You know, <laughs> you know grandma's birthdays. It's fine. Um, so I had a friend who was a bartender. Okay. Uh, let's rephrase. I knew a guy who was a bartender because I pretty much lived at this bar. Okay. And um, it's no longer a bar. But I knew everybody that worked there. I knew the dancers that worked there. Um, they were male dancers. I was going to say, they were dancers? Yeah. This isn't uh, a bar was, anymore. No, it, okay. It's 
a seedy shithole where there were half naked boys trying to pick up other boys. Fair enough. And I was like, Ooh. I love all of you. I want to be friends with I all of you. I think I went to this club yes. with you. I think so too. A couple um, times. That was fun. <laughs> those were a lot. So, of, those were very fun. Those were very good days. Um, so my friend who was a bartender would keep uh, like a shot glass, you know, one of the bigger, mm-hmm. small tumbler yeah. thing. Anyway, mm-hmm. with vodka in it. And he would keep orange slices in it. And so he would garnish a drink and he would just run the rim. Sure. So your first taste was is booze every time. That's Brilliant. a really smart trick that I'm going to use now. It, I mean, I'd never really thought about it until you just said like, oh, my drink's not strong enough. I never put two and two together. I just thought it was like a fancy thing he did. But every time you took a sip or even like brought it to your nose, you smelled it. Yeah. See, one of my tricks as a bartender, when someone is at like, they're just pressuring me heavily to pour more into their drink and they don't want to pay for it. If I don't really feel like pressing the subject, I do a show and I put it on top so it smells like it when they Mm -hmm. first bring it to their mouth. Yeah. And that way, I'm not actually over pouring it. It looks like it to them. They feel like they're getting a value. And they're getting that initial pop of liquor right away. So overpouring is a really interesting thing because I've never worked as a bartender and I know that you both have. Mm -hmm. But I would assume it's like anything else that those levels are monitored. And it's not like you can just give everyone a double on your shift and call it a good day. Like you have to, I mean, for able reasons, you know, be able to know how much they drank. But also because someone is counting at the end of the night. Like if we sold six shots, but 12 are missing. Well, two of the bars that I've worked in, they had security cameras over the bar monitoring what you're pouring, how much you're serving and how much cash you're taking in. Yeah. Yeah. So here's the thing, and this is the manager side of it. So there is those security measures, but you have to have a trigger reason to go back and look because I don't have time to rewatch yeah. your entire shift yeah. every day. Yeah. Bar yeah, shifts. it's just yeah. it's yeah. not realistic. You know, now on the flip side of that, usually it's once a week you do inventory, which is when you go back. And what happens is that like if I go through and I start counting my liquor and then it has my theoretical like how much you should have used and then how much I have on hand, if there's a major gap then it becomes a, well, fuck, I can either go search for a half bottle of liquor over seven days or I can just have that conversation with everybody. With your, yeah. and, and more than likely, most people have that conversation with everybody unless you have a general idea of who's doing it. Or it happens like on a specific yeah. shift. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they start counting every night to try to you know figure that out or um, the other flip side of that one, which just becomes watch and checks. And that's what I do all the time. That's the easier way for me to do it is I'll usually watch, you know, what people are drinking and like, okay, that guy's had this, this guy's drinking this, mm-hmm. this guy's drinking this. Cause my inner bartender, you can pretty much see the bar and know what everybody's drinking whenever you're, you're having that rundown. Um, and then you just, you know, open up the checks real quick. I'm like, okay, that guy's on at least his third. He's been here for two hours, you know, whatever. And he's been charged for one. Then you start calling that person out and you're like, hey, you know, Jimmy, so why does, uh, you know, so-and-so at the top of the bar only have one drink, but he's been here for two hours and has cleared it at least twice. What's up? You know, and they're like, oh, I just haven't ringed him in yet. Well, fucking Jimmy, that's your job. Yeah. So do it. Right. Yeah. Um, you know. so, but the point was that I was trying to get to you. <clears throat> yeah. Do you think there's a breakdown between the customer and the manager where they don't realize what it like the bullshit involved with a server getting a manager? Ooh, because I feel yeah, like yeah. as customers, they kind of just assume that They're the manager is to sitting it, yeah. in the back, hoping that Available. someone wants to talk to them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that they don't have anything. You don't to have do to track them down. Yeah, and ignore your other tables, or mm. 
even in retail, you know, if if it's a manager and a cashier, the manager's doing other shit. Mm-hmm. She's not sitting on her ass. He's not, you know, sitting in the back room playing Angry Birds. Like, I now have to shut down whatever I'm doing, call them up from whatever they're doing, yeah. and tell you that your coupon doesn't fucking count because this is Walgreens and that's for Walmart. Right. And then continue with you having a shitty attitude. The people behind you pissed off. My manager's now pissed off at me for some inexplicable yeah, yeah. reason. So there's also that, like, thing about the restaurant industry that's so much worse, though, because let's throw it into a retail environment, right? You usually had a manager and maybe two, three, five staff, maybe? Uh, Because of the size of the stores I worked in, yeah. it was usually one to three. Right. You know, in a hotel bar, you know, in the same kind of thing, unless you have your cleaning staff on, in the hotel with the bar, the kitchen, everything else... You have a little bit more people, you know, in the regular restaurant. It's the same thing as you're you managing have. a few different things yeah. rather than just one sales. Floor. Right. You're managing a back of house, a front of house. Yeah. Banquet all of area. these different things, yeah. you know. So when you have all of those different areas, we're like, I need a manager now. Like that okay, manager, that could manager be fucking is, anywhere. Has five calls ahead of you. Your yeah. wait time will be yeah, <laughs> blah, blah, blah minutes. Yeah. Right. Right. So when I worked at one of my hotel jobs. Sometimes we would not have, in fact, this happens quite frequently in the hospitality industry. There is such a huge turnover for managers. Oh, yeah. I have worked yeah, at the same two, it's from one brand of hotels, mm-hmm. two different brands over the course of 10 years. And in those 10 years, I have had about 22 managers. Good. I God. believe it. Yeah. I'm not joking you. Within yeah. the course of one of those jobs, That's I had two 12. Every six months, yeah. Yes. It it turns over so, mm-hmm. so frequently. So there were several times in the course of one of those jobs that I would be completely without a manager over my department, the food and beverage department. So I would have to hunt down the manager of the entire hotel. Yeah, that could be anywhere. He, okay, so he was in charge of the parking garage the outside of the hotel, any of the housekeeping issues, any of the front desk issues, any of the security issues, any of the guest issues, like any of that stuff. He was the manager of the entire hotel. Sometimes getting something so simple as um, a drink removed from a ticket or tax exempt um, status, like clearing the taxes off of a ticket to Mm -hmm. get a... um, person's tab taken care of that could take anywhere from five to ten minutes and that doesn't sound like a lot of time but in the service industry 30 seconds is more like three to five minutes yes and people it just multiplies for sure people do not understand that you're just as frustrated with that weight but there's literally nothing to do about it exactly like do you want me to go do what the manager is doing right now so that he can come and right yeah we'll just like pass the baton yeah. in the yeah. middle damn of the it brenda yeah. yeah no yeah. that's ridiculous sweet so i really enjoyed this conversation i think we should wrap though yeah i'm real sleepy i see yeah. that so word to the wise what do you got over there um we didn't even touch on it but <laughs> new uh, conversation let's go well like in the quickest of terms i have been a manager in several places where people were not satisfied with me as the manager either because i'm young or i'm a female or pink mohawk pink mohawk or you know donna has worked here for three years and i just got there well i was hired as a manager for a reason yeah sorry mm-hmm. if you have to speak to a manager let it be your last resort okay talk to your server they're a person talk to your bartender talk to your hotel clerk 
talk to people. They're people. Very if much you so. have to pull a manager away from their job, which is managing things, be patient. Don't be an asshole. Mm-hmm. If you find a manager and they're not manager enough for you, suck a dick and go home. <laughs> Pay your tab. Never leave your house again. Suck on your dick. And that's it. That's all I have. Like, Fair enough. Don't be a dick. If you are a dick, suck one. The right. end. Right. Be better people. Be better people. Be yeah. better to people. I like it. I like it. I think my takeaway from this is that the manager that's going to get <clears throat> further at the end of the day is not the manager who bows to the guest. It's the manager who backs up his employee because that employee is definitely going to come into work tomorrow if you back them up. Mm-hmm. That guest may never come back ever For sure. again. If you want your employee to show up, you've got to invest in them. You have to back them up. So when people come to you and they approach you with issues, you have to keep an open mind. Customer is not always right. Yeah, for sure. Usually, usually not right. I'll go that far. Fair. Yeah. There are times. It ha- Yeah, no, it happens. It happens. Yeah. But Mistakes can be made. Yeah. Everybody, you know, we're all human, but. So I, I think I 100% agree that it comes down to recognizing the other person as a faulty person. It happens not in a faulty bad way, but shit happens, dude. Like if you're asking for a manager and you don't recognize that shit happens sometimes you need, you need some more empathy in your soul. Right. You need a better um, grasp on reality or just never leave your house. And as a second part of that, if you are super religious and you don't have that empathy to see you know, the real world for as it is, whether it be, you know, these people on Sunday are busting their ass so they can take care of you or whether it be like, oh, well, I'm a great person, but I'm going to talk to the manager because this dude's a fucking asshole. You still need more empathy in yourself. So my entire thing, I think, is just going to be a walk away with, you know, get a little empathy, own up to your shit and move on. Fair. Fair? Fair. Can I get a yeehaw? Yeehaw. <laughs>